Hi mga besh, hi mga kawan bats. Finally, here's the most awaited part 2 of last week's episode with our guest attorney Inat Peanut. It's gonna get more serious from here, so trigger warnings are in place, but fret not because, you know, you could always choose to just grab a beer and just chill while listening to us, okay? Ayo lang kay mo paninoodihado, okay? So anyway, here's the rest of the episode. One butts. Yeah, actually, it's 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 very common in the people with our, in our age bracket not to know things. Um, sure. We don't we don't know the experience has already been traumatic for us, and we don't know that's already affecting everyone around us, even our friends or even our family. So it's important that we talk about this. Speaking of actually talking about it and processing, have you guys ever had the opportunity to like? deal with this trauma or these kinds of traumas and and how are you able to do so like what were the opportunities presented to you and how are you dealing with them now like let's start with you well like going back to what i said earlier like i've been living by myself for a really long time now since i was 19 and all those years of yeah, all those years of living by myself. Every day. You're the real bad bitch here. You are the real bad bitch. Because you're the real bad bitch. Dude, I was just like living alone like less than three years ago. I started... You're the real bad bitch. Thank you. But it wasn't always like a walk in the park. Good. Like all every day was an opportunity for myself. Even now, even today, it's yeah. still it's still sort of like hurts me a bit especially when like I see parents who are so supportive and like I'm I'm at the point now where I've accepted it and like I feel sorry for myself sometimes but it's not all the time anymore and it's it's yeah. more of like I can do this and but you know even though I lost like a mother and mm. a father figure it it was always made up by the people in my life. Like yeah. in law school or like the family members that I still have, I always have mother figures. Mm. And I also have like the greatest friends ever. And they're like my support system. Yeah. And you know, you I I, I really feel like you can't always have everything because we're not all perfect but you can you can make up for it in in some aspects of your life and so like every day really was like an opportunity to to face the reality that Mm. I was in so it wasn't it wasn't like I have to do this but it's it's like this is this is the reality and I I need to learn how to deal with it also and like I don't want to like add to like the list of traumas that I already have, but aside from losing a parent, I was also cheated on in like a really long relationship. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like it it really scarred me. Like I really thought that I'm never gonna find I'm never gonna get into another relationship ever because like men are trash and they're like <laughs> pieces of shit that cannot be you had the men are trash face yeah and or or even the face where i was just like dating like i didn't even care like i was just like 
that's that's cute and and I just be dating people and I was just I don't care now. Yeah. Pero like even now that I'm in a relationship, there there are there are times good na I might get so triggered because the guy was cheated on. So yes. you might be like, oh my god, he's going out. Like what if it happens oh again? Like it, what yeah, if it happens? True. What if it happens again? And you don't want to be that like untrusting, jealous girlfriend. But yeah. you know, it's not always your fault, ba? Because it's just it just reminds you of something that happened in the past. For so real. and yeah, they're like, they're not your ex. Yeah, and they're not my ex. Like yeah. so, mana every day it's it's really it's trying a work in to. Progress, it's it's really a work in progress. Like not to beat myself up over it, but also yeah. it really helps to talk about it but like to explain like why it is you're feeling this way and like put it at the words but like i actually read something now it's helpful if you have like a list of triggers mm. true make, yeah like i think my therapist told me or i read it somewhere but you make a list of triggers and it helps you disassociate because by you're associating things yes. with past trauma so if you like make a list of things that trigger you it helps you disassociate from mm. the association of the trauma that you're feeling so for example um if my significant other goes out it can be an association that i have to my ex going out and cheating on me but it's just an association and it's not the reality again. it's not yeah. the reality it's just the feeling that's haunting me so yeah, for real i remind myself that you're just feeling that you're just feeling scared and that's not necessarily what's happening right now so it helps you disassociate if you like make a list of stuff that's that, so nice yeah it, it helps you if you make a list but that's only if you're like self-aware and you're like okay. about what your traumas are and your triggers yeah what your trauma real. and your triggers are because if you don't know what they are <laughs> you really need to spend time good on that looking inward yeah yeah looking inward yes. because the moment you discover what your triggers are that's how you can deal with the trauma mm-hmm. like the tra- I honestly I don't think Agreed. trauma goes away but you only learn to live with it yeah (laughs) you learn how to deal with it like like the feelings that you feel are completely valid because of trauma but Mm -hmm. it like the your feelings aren't the facts Mm -hmm. your feelings are valid like that your feelings are valid (laughs) but they don't necessarily have to become reality yeah they don't dictate what's happening at this moment so It's 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 good if you self reflect a lot, and and you know like look try to look at things from an outsider point of view. Like if, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Speaking like, of like speaking of like um like not knowing your traumas or your triggers yet, I I actually think that's an opportunity as well for everyone who's still working on their traumas. Like in my case, like. I didn't understand how to deal with the traumas until I was 21 and I'm already 28. So like those very few years of of understanding and dealing with these kinds of trauma had allowed me to experience life and like not being so afraid 
about getting triggered about something. So like there are times in your life where that's definitely not okay, right? That if you're triggered about something, but I I see these up I see these moments where I get triggered by something as opportunities for me to actually deal with it. Yeah. Like for example, I didn't know that like the the rain was scaring me until I actually noticed like oh why am I getting scared every time there's going to be a rain there's going to be rain and so that's until I accepted that as a trigger and and I used it as an opportunity to to go through therapy and then and disclose that to to people who are professionals who are able to guide me through how to to deal with that another example I think for in my case was definitely during the pandemic where I always associated like deaths that were happening around me um with with the idea of like oh that's probably going to happen to me so I had this severe germophobia back in back in 2020 where I wouldn't go out like I I did not go out from March to January of 2021 that's like a reality of my life and 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 because of that I had to deal with it as well that oh this is actually an associated trauma and I took that as an opportunity to work on it as well and not a lot of people I mean I I I also it would be it would be a disservice to people who don't have the privilege to actually deal with their own traumas because they don't have access to mental health professionals or yeah. just friends like in 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 general yeah. who are able to understand them and and validate you know their their experiences um in fact like there are so many people like our age or even younger who are afraid to to disclose that they're experiencing these mental health issues because there's still a lot of stigma surrounding it and in in every institution that I know like in school like me as a teacher I know my students are going through something and it's hard for them to disclose that because they don't feel safe so it's also important to note that if you are given the opportunity to give others the opportunity to have a safe space and deal with their own traumas that's definitely something that you should be doing yeah especially when you have the capacity already okay. um to deal with it and and so yeah i guess that's that's something that i've also learned from my experiences with trauma and how to deal with it ikaw jean <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i haven't really gone to therapy <laughs> but um one thing this is for those people na i don't know is too broke for therapy because <laughs> there there is such a there is such people and um right now guys how i'm dealing with this fucking anxiety guy uh like ina said you have to have that self awareness first right and yeah. so to add to that guy But what do you do if you have self awareness? What are you gonna do after? What are you gonna do after you've identified your triggers? Well, what I do, guys, is I fucking face them in, in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> like I fucking like present. Uh, I I fucking search for opportunities that would allow me to to be in that in that same situation again that I felt. So moto sa nag nag ni apejo toastmasters like ako judo siyang And, and and it's not like I did super well in those masters, you know what I mean? Like I was just like yeah. doing um some progress learned, like it little itty bitty steps para lang uh, mabalik ko sa it's my former glory. Yeah. <laughs> so so and then this fucking podcast and then and then also akong approach sa podcast kay nalahi na sad like 
we literally like came up with with the questions like just this fucking an hour ago two hours ago when <laughs> good on you yeah when before i'd be like a week before boy so so psychotic so i also have like another insecurity um, which is also probably tied to another trauma, which is too long to share. But like, that's probably uh, why I'm so introverted and shit. So now I try to reach out to people. So I try to at least socialize or at least, even though I know we're not going to meet again, but like at least be the first person to like introduce yourself and stuff. So like, yeah. that's what I've been fucking doing. So face your fucking trauma, guys. Face your fucking fears. <laughs> Go shoot your triggers in the fucking balls. I love that for That's you. That's the bad bitch that I am. Yes. Love and good guy. I really like the fact that you're, you're a representation of a person who's actually dealing with it without, kanang, without hesitation. Ter- oh, like, you know, what I mean is like, because oh, you're, 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 you're right when it comes to like, not a lot of people could afford therapy. Therapy is very expensive. For so, real. But, but for me, like it's it also amazes me how people are resilient enough. I know that's a very common word to use, but then whatever, mm-hmm. like resilient enough to understand that they can work on on their on what they're going through by themselves. That 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 takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage, in fact, to to um understand where you're coming from and facing yeah. your fears because not a lot of people are able to do that. I myself had to go through therapy because I I don't know, like mm-hmm. I I. To understand, I legitimately don't know that what I was already doing was a trauma response already, and, and all of yeah. those things. And I'm curious, actually, like I want us to like delve more into how these traumas affect us as individuals now that we're adults. Because oh, in 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 our case, like we're already at the time where we're already in our late twenties. So I'm curious, like apart from with Ina and with her um the the relationship thing that you're dealing yeah. with now. And with Gina, in, in terms of your anxiety, how how has your trauma shaped you as an individual, like dealing with this, with like the adult stuff that you're going through? I'll start oh first. Go. Like for me, I feel like this question was developed, mangod, like last week, pa, and I was really curious about what others are going through when it comes to like understanding their trauma and how they shape how they shape you as an adult. But in my case, I I realize that I'm I'm actually becoming a better person. With 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 all of these things that's happening around me, and yeah. and I mean oh. that in the most sincere way possible. I think I get what I, you mean, or what you're getting. Yeah, because I feel like when I was younger, like like you guys said, I I I always were was just like this. You were a self righteous like, prick. Yeah, I was a self righteous, <laughs> self absorbed. Yeah, very you were like, nagtuon pero nagtuon di ay. Yeah, very that, very that, and I I was, and not just that, I I had so many things in my life where I. I was a horrible person in general. I was tactless. I was, I did not exercise restraint in social situations sometimes. And I didn't know that it was, it came from a deeper place that, that those things that I've done before, I didn't know that that was something that was, I was already struggling with. In fact, like I realized that the death of my father wasn't like the central moment of why I become a person that I've become. It was just the trigger of like, like it's like a Pandora's box where like when that happened in my life, everything just else just like unraveled. Gets, gets. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I didn't know that 
I had abandonment issues too when I was younger, but it's not a physical abandonment. It was more of like an emotional abandonment that I associated my achievements, my accolades, my uh, the person who I am in terms of like my in- extrinsic value to others on how I'm supposed to be loved. So I, I, it was hard for me to love myself when I wasn't achieving so many of the things that I was achieving. So when I was in high school, I was always on top of the class because I, that's the only way I could love myself. And when came third year and fourth year high school, which you guys know, I wasn't on top of the class. I wasn't first honor. And, and I brought that, you know, brought that insecurity even into my adulthood. And not until I realized that that was something that I was going through where I started working on it and, and, Dito na ko na-realize that love is unconditional. Like, I didn't yeah. understand this concept before that I, I shouldn't be associating anything to the love that I receive and to the love that I would be, give, be able to give. And I wouldn't be the person that I am now. I wouldn't have that sense of, like, what love truly means to me and what self-love truly means to me if I had not gone through the traumas that, that, that happened to me in the past. And, and, What's interesting is that there were definitely darker moments in me. Like I, I could narrate to you guys like the darkest moments of my life where I felt like this trauma or this experience will consume me to the core, where I would no longer be the same Justin. I would be more destructive rather than constructive in my in my life. But because I had the courage to try and work on it and like understand that, oh everyone goes through this i'm not alone in the process i can ask for help it was when i realized that oh i can actually become a better person yeah. uh, with all these experiences and again i'm i'm a very privileged person to to actually say that um even in this podcast but that's truly something that i'm i'm really happy about if i were to change something i i, I wouldn't because i wouldn't have realized all these things if it if it if those things didn't happen to me yeah. How about you guys? Like how love, how did I your traumas you. Yeah, mm-hmm. how did how, how did your traumas shape you guys um as an adult? Yeah, so let me go first. See nang last long. I saw it. How did this trauma shape you too too? Yeah. Ang ako lang chika sa kay um I was already an empathic person like growing up I'd be really like kanang kaluoy sa mga pobre sa kilid sa daan, ingan, ingan, or like, kaluoy sa mga, whatever, ingan, kaluoy sa earth, ana-ana. But like, there was something lacking. Like, I didn't really understand why people were like that. So, for example, if people were to snap at you and stuff, then I'd probably be like, fuck you. Ano mong giaway? Fuck you back. Marangyana ba? And then, and then, because of growth through it it opened a new perspective wherein I thought uh, probably this person is just having a bad day or uh, probably this person is going through something. So yeah. in, in, in that sense, it's it has made me even more understanding sort of sa, sa mga tao that I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> For example, like one instance would be like katong experience na ko last 2020 that I had a colleague who was so fucking um 
tight on me like um co-worker na ko siya tapos na we were working on a, on this same project and then he was so snappy at me for no reason at all and then i didn't snap back and then i would have snapped back if i weren't like understanding and what he was going through or something and 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 truly and truly pagka when i ask him about it like when he was being like that to me he was just saying oh i was doing it for your um for your benefit something like if i didn't pressure you then dili ka maanad ani ani something like that so ing anaray day hang approach but i was and then i told him like pwede ra makadiling ani yung approach and you will still get the same fucking like out, outcome all right so so mergan na ba so i ang um, ang dili unta ko mo snap back inana and then and then another thing another example is open up to me that he that she had um in th- this happened in the very first um episode of season one. Mm. she opened up to me that i was her the cause of her triggers fuck <laughs> a- day too oh my gosh no reveal no <laughs> actually oh, no. Kayo. i thought that was something like secret <laughs> lagi, uh, lagi, lagi. but so i'm willing to share this now so She was the anashon ako that time nga ako kuno ang cause sa yung triggers, yung anxiety. And then that time kay I was like what the fuck are you talking bitch? I've been I've, I've just been supportive. Pero pero yeah, I know what I did. Like I know nga I'm that nga bossy nga whatever, probably, you know, like that kind of But like in the end it was just for you. So I was like being that colleague of mine <laughs> to my in a way. So And then that time I was on the verge of telling her na, huh? Dili, uy, I was I was on the verge of telling her that nga. I was on the verge of defending myself nga, ani explaining myself to her but then I didn't do that. I gave her space. I let her process it. And then two years later, <laughs> so karon <laughs> this year we talked. And then she said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. So blah, blah, blah. Oh, like trauma niya, ma- trigger. So generally, Morag nagka chika raming, aya, kasabutan masag ko where you're coming from. Ana siya na ko. Ito na ko, maayara po. Okay. You know, it, uh, it wasn't intentional. And I was, really just like an asshole back then i didn't have self-awareness that i was being a bitch to you even though i was your but again i'm okay that's fine blah 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 so muna siya and then yeah i wouldn't have done that if like i myself wasn't like going through a process going through something so it really has helped me like be more empathetic to people yeah i hope i hope um nothing <laughs> <Ikaw Okay. in. laughs> well for me because um my trauma was more of like abandonment and like mm-hmm. feelings of betrayal well obviously as a kid because i felt so abandoned i like i had to be an adult for myself right. so it really as an adult i really feel so hyper independent like I Ooh. I am like I really take it against myself if I can't do everything by myself. Like I want to be able to do everything by myself. And you want to bear a child by yourself? 
No. <laughs> Just but kidding. that's an extreme a, example. That's a different thing to talk about. But but no, but like 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 all like for example like chores or like yeah yeah I get what you mean like studying and like working whatever and like you know we can't. I mean, there are people who can do everything by themselves, but it's okay if you can't do everything by yourself. Right. So. For real. That's that's Love definitely that. that's real, that's bro. something that I still really struggle with right now because I'm I'm slowly learning to trust other people um mm-hmm. with things, especially when it's like talking about like your life. Yeah, like my life or, or stuff. Okay. I I am just un I really find it so hard to like trust people. <laughs> Yeah. Not like not that I'm like I, I I consider myself as a relatively friendly person, pero like when it comes because I always felt so alone. So I just feel like sometimes like I have to do this alone because nobody's gonna help me. And if I can't do it alone, I'm a piece of shit human being and I like <laughs> kinda but like yeah, like kinda, it's it's something that I mean that's how it's really affected me. Yeah, in my yeah. adult life but i'm slowly trying to deal with it and rely on people more yeah. actually it's it's also like that with work like i hate working with other people but i okay I, you got to have to but yeah but you have to sometimes so i yeah so i start cuz i'm i'm more of like can i just do it na lang cuz i don't want you to do it i want to do it like and that's not an effective way to do things in a work environment because you really have to collaborate and coordinate and like work as a team especially if you work at like a firm and (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're just like trying to be careful with the words that you're saying because like your your workmates are probably listening to this no no I love I love my workmates but like um I just sometimes I just just the delegation is it yeah, I just like doing, yeah, I just like doing everything myself, dude. Yeah, and, I think it's trust yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. Lang. So that's that's really how I am as an adult right now. I'm just I'm doing my best to do what I can, but if I can't do everything, then it's fine. I'm not the worst person alive on this earth. Like it's, for sure. It's That's fine. So nice to hear. That's so nice to hear. Good. Because a lot of people are actually a lot of I, I know a lot of people who are our age who think that they don't need help. Good. You know, so yeah. it's, it's inspiring Shit. to hear someone like you to say that because it really takes a lot of courage. Good. It's even more courageous yeah. to ask for help. To ask for help. Like I it's so hard for me to ask for help, honestly. Like, yeah. it takes a lot of me to be like, hey, can I ask for help with this thing? Like, it, uh-huh. like, and then like, when you like ask for help, right? You're like, um, hey, uh, can I ask you about this something? You, you like beat around the bush, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, you don't I, get straight to the point. Like, you just, yeah, ask, like, just like, ask them. Can I, 
it's more of like, I'm so sorry I'm asking for help. I'm sorry for being incompetent <laughs> and being stupid that I have to ask for your help because I can't do it. Like, kind of like, <laughs> no, you're taking it personally, like, yeah, like asking for help. <laughs> yeah, like, like, how hard I speak to myself, ba? And like, it's crazy because I don't speak that way when other people ask for my help. Like, if my friend comes to me with a problem, they want to yeah. talk, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for you. Like, be more open. Like, talk about it. Ask for help. But if I go, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't need help. Like, who, who needs help? Like, me? I need help? Me? Where like, it, it's, it's, it's really, but, you know, slowly, slowly but surely. That's, that's, that's it's, really it's the yin and yang that you're trying to fight yeah yourself, being, and that's of, fine of being an adult kid because you know when we were kids we were like adults have their shit together but yeah but they, they don't. really don't <laughs> so many adults are so it's like wow how are you even this age 12 year olds <laughs> should listen to this podcast <laughs> like, and like how yeah. how did they even reach that age no knowing banga they're that kind they're that horrible in terms yeah. of like yeah 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 it's sometimes you look at someone and you're like wow like you're you just got by through life no like (laughs) sometimes you being even with all the the unknown trauma that you've experienced yes speaking of speaking of um going through and working on certain things about our lives i'm I'm actually like happy that we've, we've shared all of our I mean, a little, a little bit long of of what we what we've been going through in our lives, and I'm curious, like for anyone who's listening, who's also experiencing trauma or has experienced trauma and are dealing with their own issues and problems, how do you how do you tell people about healing in general? Like, what is healing to you now, and and how can you heal from those kinds of traumas? Because you know, even from the medical perspective, like we learn that. Every traumatic experience, um, you know, the body reacts very differently. But then the body insert always Meredith Gray itself. talking about pain. <laughs> yes, like it endeavors itself to to go back into the state of homeostasis, which is like balance. And I like that Gina said yin and yang because that is in fact like an aspect of homeostasis where you have to find a balance with experiencing trauma and having to live with that trauma. And how do you tell people that, like? How do you share your experiences with healing? And and what can you say to yourself now, Ngamurag? Where are you now in that stage of healing? That's a loaded <laughs> question. <laughs> I can start. I can start, I guess. Okay, for go, me, go, go. like one thing about healing that I, I learned Langyud very, very recently is that healing is not linear. Like people for always I was say gonna that. Say that. Huh? <laughs> I was gonna, gonna say, say that. The same thing. Yeah. Like, right, go ahead. Because I didn't understand that before. Like, I didn't have a deeper understanding of what that meant. Healing is not linear. But I, I just realized Amen. that you, you can't put a pressure on yourself to heal immediately from an experience. Like, yeah. my dad died 2014. My childhood trauma happened like 28 years ago or 27 years ago. And there are so many things associated with that trauma and with that with that pain that you have to actually 
go Marvel. through the motions of having to sit down with it and heal with it and then also expect that it might even recur in the future yeah it's always like highs and lows it's not like oh i'm healed now and like i'm healed forever it's also not like oh i've forgiven you for what you've done to me that i'd feel the same way in the next two years or three years Yep. One important aspect that I realized very recently is that there are times where I, 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 I have the capacity to forgive myself for what I've done because it was traumatic in nature or like it was a response to my own trauma. But there are also days where I'm like super hard on myself, especially yeah. like, for example, waiting for the bar results. Like, yeah, like there are days good, like especially <laughs> yeah, now I- the past few days where I'm like, I'm so hard on myself sometimes where I'm always like, oh, I have to, I have to like, manamang ka anak, manamang ka experience na nga, nga parts mo life. So, nganong mubalik gapon ka sa kanang phase yeah. where you're so doubtful and, and, and delete na ni mo mak- Like, I don't even have the capacity to claim that I passed the bar. Like, it, it always has to be this deliberate, intentional, like, oh, yes, I'm gonna pass the bar. And it's hard good for me to, to go through that. But, I'm doing it because I know that it's part of my healing. And and because healing is not linear, I'm allowed to do that every which way or every which possible way I could do it. And and it's just hard. It's easier said than done, good. But that's yeah. something that I've been learning in the past few years of, of my nice. life. Come on, guys. Like how do I, you how do you see healing? Yeah, I wanna I wanna um step in and share my thoughts about healing. Um, Justin talked about like inner um, inner processing of things and expecting that there'll be highs and lows. Um, but my take is find a support system and um, share to someone, share to a, probably a significant other or probably a super close friend. Share what you're going through. Share to them what you're going through. And... Uh, and create uh, create a safe space like like we said Justin like, like what Justin said Mary he mentioned like create a safe space with your um inner circle about talking about these things and then in the end you'll nurture this kind of loving um trusting relationship with them where you can be open about things and like talk about certain things without any judgments and that's the kind of thing that um I want to encourage people to do because for example for me my my safe place is my boyfriend and he knows all about my fucking insecurities he knows all about my trauma my i i like for example i'd have an episode and like i take it out on him you know what i mean and then i'll be like super angry and then he fucking knows that it's not about him he knows that i was just having an episode he knows that something is triggering me again and then he'll he'll be like okay go ahead ipagawas ng tanan about <laughs> and he's mature enough to to recognize that because I am open to him about it. Like I'm saying, that's amazing. And then a few moments later, a, f- a few moments later, okay, mo mga sorry. Yeah, mga ko sorry kayo. Ako a bit Like na something was happening, and or like for example, mana ko niya galagot karon. Can I fucking rant about it? This yeah. is not about you. Can I fucking rant about it? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's to foster communication, to create a safe space, to create a safety bubble with your people, um, with your people, with your tribe. So yeah, find find those um, ano, 
find yeah. those people. <laughs> yeah. They'll, and they'll help with your healing process. It'll definitely not speed up, but um, at least they'll help you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like my thoughts on this is like really similar to both of yours, cute. Like, me. Yeah, for <laughs> copying. Not that I'm copying, but <laughs> but I I really Aww. do agree that healing is not something linear, like what Justin yeah. said. Okay, it can happen. Like trauma can happen. They're gonna have an episode your, again. Yeah, trauma can happen again, even in your late twenties. Like for sure, like another yeah, trauma like can happen. Another, another fresh shit, trauma yeah, another shitty thing can happen <laughs> and it's just gonna add on to your list of already shitty things that has happened <laughs> in your life and like it's not something that you should beat yourself up over ba. Uh-huh. yeah and i it's i think it's really common for a lot of us now we're so 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 hard on ourselves but like like we question now, we like didn't we already learn this life lesson? Like why, why are we like I get you going through this again? Like I thought we bugu, learned bugu. It. yeah. Like I thought I <laughs> thought yeah. Like mag mananatani pero nagbalik balik Like kana but like I think it's it's I thought as long as you're because as long as we're being constructive about it i think and you know we're kind about it to yourself yeah we're, yeah, we're being kind to ourselves bah. and i also really agree that it's it's good to find a support system but like one thing i also learned put is that you know not everybody can understand yeah or relate the trauma so you really have to pick the people you open up with or if you have people mm-hmm. who you open up to, you know, they also have their own shit to deal with. So oh, yes. I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and so you can't be, like, dumping all your feelings. Yes, you can't trauma dump. You can't yeah, trauma dump. Yeah, you can't dump. trauma dump. You can't, like, expect this person to be a sponge for your trauma. Because real. they also experienced shit stuff yeah. in their life, too. So I think one thing that helps with that is, like, to ask them, like, are you mentally and emotionally available to listen to me talk shit? Like, because mm-hmm. sometimes, man, good, like, you make yourself available to others to talk about their trauma, but then it's sort of like it might remind you or trigger you, or like you might be so affected, <laughs> like you're just being. And you don't want that to happen, ba? Like, you want. Like you said, like we need a safe space. You yes. need a safe space. You can be someone else's safe space, but that can't be their safe space. And then you're being compromised in their safe space. Yes. So we also have to make sure that the person we're talking to is mentally and emotionally available and capable to like deal or like talk to you and listen to you about. So if Dili in. <laughs> if did it, we should respect that. Yeah, <laughs> someone who is available at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Or in my like that's definitely a lesson actually that I've learned the hard way. Because 
um, it was actually my sister who's studying psych in 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 one of the universities in Cebu. Na, there are times where I trauma dump and I I don't know Ooh. that I've been doing that. And yeah, it starts with an awareness about about the boundaries that people set as well. Yeah, because there are times that people don't have to verbalize that they're not comfortable with it you just have to see you know science that, yeah. that they're not comfortable with it and it takes a lot of um again it takes a lot of deliberate intentional effort for you to also understand that not yeah. everyone could listen to what you're going through and mm-hmm. in my case the way i dealt with that is just with myself there, there are times that it's hard it's 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 definitely hard to do that especially now um, most especially during the height of the pandemic where everyone was going through a collective grief. Uh-huh. Yeah, remember true. that? Like, everyone was just like, you can't talk uh, to anyone because so everyone's going through the same thing. Or like, yeah. Typhoon or Death, for example. Like, I can't just say like, oh, like, like, grabi kay Samua. Then a, a person would be like, mas, mas grabi sa Samua. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't invalidate everyone else's experience of grief because again, it's, Damn. everyone experiences it. So, in my case, it's, it, it's a it's finding a balance of knowing when to when it's appropriate to share with people and and respecting others' boundaries because it's also an important lesson mangood on self sufficiency and self reliance. Yep. Yep. You you kind of also need to understand that you know at times in your life you are going to be alone and and you also need to step into how do I how do I become my own safe space? Because there are times where it's hard for me to to deal with myself because I hate myself. There's that aspect of myself where I hate listening to my own self, like ranting Mm. about certain things, or I'm absolutely uncomfortable and afraid of just dealing with my own shit. (laughs) Yes. And I tend to 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 deal with that with others and, and that becomes very unhealthy. So again, it's it's a matter of taking comfort in yourself. You can share it with yourself as well. Yeah. You can sit with your thoughts. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm really, I'm really just so happy with this conversation. I mean, Kabom, honestly, to me, this to me, this is like one of the best episodes that we've had, Jeans. Like really? really? Yeah, because it's Shut like it's Shut so up. insightful and it, it's such a diverse. Like we set have of trauma. very diverse, like <laughs> set of opinions, um, adult experiences with when it comes to trauma, and it's, and honestly, it's a very universal thing to talk about because I, right. I'm sure that everyone has gone through something good in their lives, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, like as millennials, it's it's harder for us for some reason to, we're like in that karagong kasi ba like for me Gen Zs like honestly like, this is gonna be very stereotypical oh my god like, mas comfortable ang Zoomers when it comes to just talking about sometimes when it becomes actually, like actually becomes they become so open about it that mm-hmm. it, it's it's also important to note nga they're even more aware because, about toxic masculinity those yeah, things like, yeah there's so much awareness ba that's happening mm-hmm. in the younger generation but kita as millennials nataan ng middle ground ba nga where we're facing the ideas of the Gen Xers who are like, you know, trying to hide these yeah, emotional, yeah. mental things. And then, and then Zoomers who are very open about it. We don't know how to traverse that for some reason. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to, to, to know that because, again, like I said, Kanina, trauma is generational. It can be passed down from one generation to another. Yeah. And it's important that we end the cycle of trauma in our lives 
moms so that I'm not saying that we shouldn't have children. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure kitang tulok we were actually against having children. Oh! I wanna share something about that. I wanna share something about that. Share something about it. <laughs> okay. It's, it's not... It's sort of related to trauma, I guess, like trust okay. issues. But let me lay down my premise, okay? I cool. think this is like a really big like shift <laughs> in my life right now. Pero... Ooh. Okay, so my premise is I truly believe that we should respect the choice of women if they choose not to have children. Okay. okay. Because okay. I totally hate it when people are like, that's your only purpose in this world is to bring kids and stuff. To and breed. Then, yeah, just to breed. <laughs> and it's like, that is bullshit because women are great and awesome and women are so capable of doing everything and the future is female <laughs> and so i just i that that's the premise of my beliefs right so uh-huh. i think that you know we i i really hate like the boomer mindset that like they bring a child into this world because they're like as a retirement plan yeah as a retirement plan like <laughs> who's going to take care of me when i'm old and it's like you bring the child into this world and there's like 70 years pa in between that and you have to make sure that this child is a tarong human being right. before they're capable of taking care of you. And I'm what if, person. <laughs> yeah, you have, like, I feel like people always had children for the wrong reasons. Ba? And so I, I wanted to be the person to be like, if I have a child, I want it to be for the right reason. To like, Amen. To like, not because I want to make... To love another human being. Yeah, to love another human being unconditionally. Amen. And like, yes. to give them a life by that. I want to give them because I love them. And not because I want them to give them... I want them to give back to me. Or like, it's my only... Take care part. of you. Yeah, or it's, <laughs> yeah, or it's like, they're an investment. Or like, I, I want... <laughs> I want like to fulfill the societal pressure of being a woman and like having kids and shit like kind of stuff i just feel like it's so toxic and it i i could i don't know if it's like a human thing siguro about <laughs> having kids and stuff so that's it's probably the, a generational thing yeah, yeah generational thing siguro that's the premise of my beliefs and also cuz i just felt like it in this economy in this political situation <laughs> to bring in a, this environment in this environment to bring a child into the world you're killing that child <laughs> it's murder not birth it's unethical not to it's have a unethical child. yeah and also cuz you know i i my i've been surrounded by so many toxic family members or parents and I just felt like yeah and so like Louis is a child but like why would I subject them to that type of I don't even want to be treated that way so why would I put my child through that amen so that's the premise of my beliefs but Reese like so I was like for the longest time I'm like I'm not having kids I'm going to live in a condo with my dogs Dogs. and I'm going to travel the world and I'm going to be that rich Tita. You're going to be that rich Tita. Yeah, with dogs. But like recently, oh my God, I might die. Hmm? (laughs) Recently, like I, I actually met my boyfriend's family and they were so loving and supportive. And like, it actually made me realize na, you know what? It, it actually might not be so bad to have kids. And I'm oh, still, of course, I'm still like, I want to have kids 
at the right time when I'm financially stable and when I'm a good human being to raise for real. Like, I still have the same beliefs. Like, maybe in the future, I'll decide not to have a child and I'll respect that for myself. But, like, right now, it's not totally off the table. But, like, I'm like, you know what? Mm. It's not that bad. It's not that bad to have, like, a family setting, Seguro, because of how loving my boyfriend... Because you saw how good it can get. Yeah, because... For the longest time, I was like, family's so toxic. They just keep fighting about the cute and like they're so like 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 all that stuff like that, ba. My God, I won't go and cute. Yeah, but like you know, but like my animal little stuff that's so toxic about families, but I hated it so much, and I did not want any part of it. Pero like see, meeting my boyfriend and his family, like it really, it really like warmed my heart, like. I felt yeah. it's amazing. I felt like wow, like me considering kids, like no way, pero like <laughs> who <right> am now, I? <laughs> yeah, like who am I? Like when I told this story to like my close friends, I would cry because like I, it's such Whoa. a big, it's such, such a big, a big breakthrough for you. It's yeah. such a it big is. change for me, ba. Because and I feel like. I also feel like, wow, growth. Like growth. Wow. That was the word I was gonna say. It it definitely is a like a like evidence of growth. And yeah, that, that's what you want in life. You're... Yeah, and it's like I it's I'm at the point where don't bark Taki, sorry, it's my dog. <laughs> I'm at he the agrees point, with you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's not that bad. It's not it's not the worst thing in the world to have a kid May, like not I'm not saying now huh? but like yeah, you yeah. know obviously in the future when like more stable and and then and then in but we can like circle back to the fucking trauma thing I guess it's fucking related somehow yeah like it's, it's possibly just like a coping mechanism I don't want to have a family because I didn't have a good one myself. yeah exactly it was it's right. my way of coping but but and it's also my way of like slowly healing and like in the future right. I won't right. be like so afraid of toxic right. families because I will you're not be af- gonna be one. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm not gonna be a toxic parent to my future unborn child or I won't abandon yes, yes. my future unborn child or yes. I won't be dismissive of their feelings or yeah stuff, but it's it's just it's a great lesson on our choices being either uh a great response to life because of growth or yeah. are our choices just a trauma response? Uh, yeah. So like, yeah. it brings our conversation on trauma really into a full circle. Yeah, exactly. That's like, right. Like, it's either we keep being led by trauma, we're afraid of things and everything that's happening or, you know, little by little, we allow ourselves to grow and you know, like, not exactly horrible things happen in our lives. I agree so much. This is a testament to how, like, as long as you're aware of your trauma, guys, as long as you do the work that needs to be done to overcome your traumas, you're going to get to a better place. So hang on there, guys. In this episode, I'm pretty sure a lot of things is now like bubbling in your heads. Why am I like this? Why do I get triggered by these things and stuff and shit? Start there, guys. Start with questioning yourselves and then um, develop from there. Do the work yeah. from there. It starts with yeah. self-awareness after all. Yeah. It's, also, it's also important to note that 
you know, we all have different ways of dealing with our trauma. And yeah. and for some people, showing up for yourself, just being there for yourself. You don't have to yeah. do these grand things um, and, and like go to therapy or go to just whatever retreat. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. just showing up, waking up every yeah. day and just like <laughs> sitting with it is already work in itself. And, yeah. and I, I encourage everyone to really just go through that. Yeah. Yep. 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 You are anyway, here. So before before we end uh, <laughs> the episode, um, oh, yeah. we want to have a fast talk. Just to yes, like, you know, because I want to end this episode on a good note. So like, yes, on a good note. Yeah, I don't so want to like, like close this with like the fucking trauma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's go. So Ian, we every time we have a guest on the show, we ask them questions, and 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 you have to answer them without explaining. So we have we have a series of questions we're gonna ask you. Okay. Some of them might yes. be FW. Charas, no, deliver tau. Yeah, we're gonna uh, do this for a minute and let's see how many questions we can go through in this fast talk with Junior and Drew. Wait, hey let's Siri. Oh, already the kaiens. Start a timer for one minute. I'll try. Okay. So guess again. Go. Okay, we'll ask Gina. Go. Okay, ready. One, two, three. Go na girl, Junior. Any go na. Okay, Bukid or Dagat? Bukid. Fast Console on boy. or PC? PC. HSM 1, 2, or 3? Oh my god. <laughs> one. one. Puppies or adult dogs? Adult dogs. Sex or chocolate? Sex. Ooh, top or bottom? Spicy. Top. Lights Ooh. on or lights off? Lights on. Driver or pasajero? Driver. Indoors or outdoors? Indoors. Nicest thing someone said to you recently? You sound like a Disney princess. Ooh. <laughs> Your greatest pet peeve as of now? Not labeling files correctly. <laughs> if you could be someone for a day, who would you be? Catherine Bernardo. Ooh. <laughs> and last two questions. Yeah, one bats or two Daniels. bats? One bats. Gina or Justin? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer. time. Anyway, thank you so much, Ians, for being with us today. You have been a great, great, great guest. First guest, you guys. Yeah. Yay! I'm actually thinking we need to like have Ina all the time now because like she's Whoa. so amazing. Oh, so insightful, good. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, before we we before we um say our our ano, Ian's, can you, can ceremony. You, um again say to everyone listening now ang imuhang streaming channel so that everyone would just follow you and like yes like, um, give you stars. and you'll be boom and then we'll be anaminimo makarad yep. twelve dollars more. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, please follow and like my gaming channel on Facebook. It's Enet Peanut. So that's I-N-A-T Peanut, like the normal spelling of Peanut. And, what, you know, what do you usually stream? I usually stream Valo because I'm so horribly addicted to that game right now. But I will stream other things. And I talk, I scream a lot and swear. So I'm sorry if that's not your thing. And like parting words, I recently like read this quote and it's it goes <laughs> parting words. <laughs> so it's like um you're here and that's enough. So oh, I love that. I love that. 
So, yeah. What's my parting so, words? <laughs> Please invite me again on the podcast and thank you. Sure. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I was looking forward to this thing. Ruby is looking forward to this day more than the bar results. Shut up. No. For sure. For Actually. Sure. Yeah. But um so yeah, uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks again, Maka One Bats, for listening to this. I don't know, I think I'm gonna cut this episode just because um people might not um like have the the focus attention to span. Yeah, the attention span to hear all two hours of it. Like Oh my god, fuck? it was two hours? Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna cut this and then so guys, uh, this is now part two, <laughs> I'm part two na <laughs> This is now part two of the the super uh, the two part episode on trauma. I hope you guys learned a lot of things. Uh, Ina said a lot of insightful things. Um, so yeah, boy, I uh, have any things to share and also Lara, after that, so please promote our all your support. Um, again, season two would not be possible without you guys. Uh, you have truly like I just want to say people were commenting so much on the the new cover art Jean so I'm just oh. like really grateful for all your comments yeah. just don't forget to follow our socials it's one Trabesh that's W-A-N-D-A-T-S R-A-B-E-S-H <laughs> that's all yes so bye mga Bash see you next episode bye, bye. bye mga Bash cakes <laughs>